Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. And I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spoopy on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. Alright guys. Always. Yes. Alright guys, um, tonight we're going to be doing a very special episode of Ghost Stories written in by you guys. We appreciate the ones who sent in your stories. We cannot wait to read them. But of course... Before we go on to our episode of the Spoopies, a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I know, my guys, I'm so sorry. I have a Ricola. My voice, <laughs> literally, before we started recording, has is doing this thing, and I don't even know. I literally have no idea. But anyway, I digress. Um... So, of course, sales are over for now, but um, if you guys want a really great deal on the bath bombs, um, I'm going to be putting up another post about the 3 4 12 sale, or deal, actually, the um, variety pack that you can buy. So you can pick and choose which ones you want, and it is, it. trust me, it's a really great deal. It's a little over a dollar that you save on each bath bomb, basically. So, um and again, you get free shipping. So it is a really great deal. Make sure you jump on that. Um, and of course, everything is in the Etsy shop. You can always DM me if you have any questions um, or the email address is available. Or you can even DM through the um, Etsy uh, app or website. So um, it's Calm Your Body Down on Etsy, CRBD on Instagram. Thank you for, um, I've had a couple new followers recently. Thank you for that. And uh, that's all I got. Thank you. Also, guys, make sure to check out every Tuesday. We have started our, we're going to start promoting it a lot more on our own page uh, for Treat Yourself Tuesday. Treat Yourself. Um, watch Person Wreck if you don't know what that means. <laughs> but, um, Definitely go over and uh, follow her on Instagram for sure. And just check out the stuff she has. Because especially that tattoo uh, cream. We've been getting a lot of really good feedback on that stuff. So I know everyone's been needing some new tattoos and some new ink recently. So definitely go over, look over there. And make sure you just check out every Tuesday. Because every Tuesday you get to vote for what movie you want reviewed on Thursday too. So it's just a great Tuesday. It's a great day. Anyway, calm your body down. Treat yourself. I'm excited about the movies, too, by the way, before we get in the podcast real quick. I like the movie choices. I literally had no idea what movies you were talking about. I'm sorry. I was like, um, she's excited <clears throat> for the movies. Like, what movies? What I, movies? I'm curious. Silent Hill 1. Did it really? Silent Hill. I actually thought Ses Session. I actually thought Session 9 was really going to grab that. Because people, like, a lot of people were voting for Session 9, and it got more votes on Instagram and, and Facebook, but unfortunately Silent Hill still beat it out. I am so glad that I watched Session 9 before. It was it was one of the movies that was uh, taken off of Netflix. Like, it was on Netflix forever, so and, and uh, I couldn't believe I had never seen it. Especially prior, actually, I'm glad that I've seen it now after we were there yeah like after we were it's a lot different when we you watch in, it after you've been in that uh danbury danvers. yeah or danvers danvers not danbury we were actually Isn't in that the this dollar saver cinema it is i don't know where that came from 
don't know how the fuck I got Danbury and Danvers. Actually, they don't sound that far off. And then for some reason, I was thinking of Deary. Deary? I mixed, I'm mixing it. I'm sorry, I was thinking about a, a haunted dollar day. Dollar saver cinema. Let me tell you something. If it wasn't for Danbury Dollar Saver Cinemas and them being so easy to sneak into for free, there are a lot of movies. You I would have seen. never been blessed with seeing The Ring and Blair Witch Project. Well, that's how I saw The Ring and the Blair Witch Project. That would have been a travesty. I snuck in. Okay, I know it's a dollar savers. Don't fucking it's, at me, you people that are listening to this, because you know y'all snuck into some Danbury Dollar Saver theaters back in the day. It is also literally a dollar. Yeah, I know, but you know, don't feel bad. I mean, when you're like when you're poor, and all Help you have is poor. a and all you have is a dollar, and you're like, I want a pop. When you could get a pop for a dollar. Oh, yeah, that's not at the theater, though. Because it was in the mall. That's right. It was right. in the mall. So you could go. They were always in the mall. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this time I went to a theater. It's been almost a year since I have walked into a movie theater. When did we see? It was this. Well, this month was underwater. Next month was the turning and the grudge. and. So it's been almost a year since I've been in a movie theater, too. Yep. I don't like that. Me either. I don't like that. Nope. I don't like it. So let's make that a thing, guys, because we need to save movie theaters. And honestly, if you don't buy food or drinks, movie theaters are a pretty safe place to be, I think. Now with what we've come accustomed to know about COVID, and if you're taking the right precautions to take care of your immune system and you're wearing a mask and you're distanced from people, which I'm totally down for in movie theaters, it's going to be theaters are pretty safe. It's going to be really hard for me not to see The Conjuring 3 in a movie theater. Like, that's... Oh, I... I, I can't... Like, I, I will. No, we we have to. Premiere night. Like, it, 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 it yeah, will like, happen. Look. It... Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're like... It, it, yeah. I'll put on three masks. I don't give a fuck. I will like, put I on will, a parka, I'll be even there. though that won't do shit. I'll I will be there. put on a parka. We'll figure it out. I'll be in a gerbil plastic bubble. I don't care. Oh my god, that would be so much fun. Actually, that would be awesome. Even though it'd be hard to see, though, because they're hard to see out of. Fuck. And they're hard to breathe in, to be honest with you. Fuck! I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. I'm you just took away, like, <laughs> suffocate to death, and I can't see the movie. You suffocate and you can't see. Sucks. <laughs> suffocate and I can't see. Bitch, I'm just trying to see. Thank you. I appreciate your help. Um, anyway. You're welcome. I'm excited to get into these stories. Yes, guys. So we, we have, have not some... done a spoopy story. We are going to start doing these more often. I love ghost stories Same. and paranormal stories. I love hearing about them. I actually kind of miss my old job. Only for this this reason and this reason only because at my current job I answer the phones so there's no way in absolute hell I can listen to anything. Um, I used to love to listen to creepy. What was his name? Cre- creepy, just creepy. B Busta and um, the creepy pasta guy, Mister Mister Creepy Pasta or something like that. Um, 
Just Creepy centers around mostly on skinwalkers and stories in the forest. Be Bust is kind of everything, and I love that he's everything because he doesn't just do paranormal. He also does, like, home invasion stories. He does real people creepy shit. Um, and then Creepypasta is mostly fake, but I sometimes the way they tell those stories is fucking crazy. But um, I loved listening to that shit. I love listening to those stories. And now I can't hear them anymore. So hearing stories from you guys is awesome. Because it's like a re-going back into listening to ghost stories. And, you know, I get tired of my own ghost stories. <laughs> so. It was actually really interesting that um, we were talking about different stories as far as paranormal um, and aliens and unidentified flying objects and such go into that realm as well and uh it's really interesting i got into like i got into a very interesting conversation with someone yesterday at my part-time job about aliens and then when i got home i guess joe rogan has been on an alien kick too recently because he had travis walton on yesterday what the travis walton for two and a half hours i would have had him on for a hundred years the i love travis walton listening to him talk and about that shit. not only was it amazing to hear his story again it was just amazing to hear him talk about ju just everything it, it's just so good it was so good and then um i actually got to talk to somebody again today about aliens this morning and he shared well, didn't Canada just release aliens were real or something like that. Well, our government had, and then I think they did. I love that that was glossed over. I mean, we know they are. We've always known they are. It's just I funny that some people were like, "Oh my God, what?" And we're over here. Well, like, so yeah, it was okay. funny. So it was funny. The conversation yesterday started with a mention about ancient aliens, which was which is a really funny show, and I will always think it's a great, amusing, entertaining show. But obviously, quite a bit of it is not as not factual at all but um what led into that basically was to say that i i think it's very narrow-minded to believe that there isn't other life forms out there there's obviously something else out there and travis walton's take on it is really interesting perspectively because he has had contact so he uh, he doesn't believe they're a threat and i've heard that from other people who have had encounters um it was interesting to hear him talk about majority of people who have said they've had encounters uh, aren't real. I, same. I think there have been a very, very, very small number of people who have actually had true abductions. I think the majority of people who say they've been abducted, I think they're either lying. I think that they really they have a very overly active imagination be, they because they just so badly want to be abducted that's a whole thing and then also which led into this discussion with someone this morning was that a lot of it i mean drugs too look you can be on mushrooms in the middle of the night in the woods and you will see some motherfucking aliens let me tell you um but that aside this guy brought up to say that a lot of it could also be dreams, nightmares, or sleep paralysis. And he has sleep paralysis. And he shared a really crazy-ass story with me about one uh, encounter specifically that he had when he had sleep paralysis one night. Um, 
obviously didn't see any aliens, but he says when he gets it, his whole entire body starts to tingle. He goes completely catatonic and he sees an old woman standing in the corner of his bedroom. That's new. Actually, no, it's not. He said if you read up a lot about children, he said his sleep paralysis was latent in life, more like later teen college years. But if you read about children, especially in other cultures who suffer from sleep paralysis, it is a very common trait that they see an old hag or an old witch or an old woman uh, either in their rooms, hovering above them, sitting on their bed, standing in the corner. Um, it's actually a lot more common than you think. I just only, I mean, I haven't done that much research on it, but I know a lot of the stories that I've heard is it's been a man in a hat. Um, oh no, I've, I've heard of the old hag thing too. I didn't know primarily with children, but I've heard I didn't of know the that old either. hag. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, either one is that big. Nope. I have been <laughs> deeply fascinated with sleep paralysis because I think it's so, I think a lot, cause him and I were talking about that too, not just UFO encounter, um, like fourth kind experiences, but uh, just just paranormal experiences, period, where you think you've either seen a ghost or a demon or whatever is actually sleep paralysis. I told him, I was like, I am so sorry. I was That's like, as, I was like, as fascinating as it is to talk to, to actually talk in person with somebody who suffers from it, I, I, my heart goes out to you. And he says, it actually doesn't happen that often anymore. He said that, and uh, towards the end of high school and in college, he was up under so much intense stress and anxiety that that's what ultimately triggered it, that he discovered later in therapy. But now that he's been able to control a lot of that, um, this, it's, this sleep paralysis is, is it, he has very rare occurrences now. Sleep paralysis is fascinating in that, in that jurisdiction. It's like, triggered a lot by... so crazy. You know, I told him, I think the closest that I could have ever come to anything like that is a, a reaction that I had to a medication where I had a night terror and I had never experienced anything like that before. And I never want to experience anything like that ever again. Night terrors are no motherfucking joke. That is, uh, night terrors are not a nightmare. I woke up screaming, clawing, sweating. Nope. Like I was fighting for my life. Nope. It is no joke. It's not like a nightmare. I've had nightmares. I mean, you wake up, huh, like you're startled, and then you're like, oh shit, okay, everything's all right. No. I thought I was going to die. Oh my God. I thought I was going to die. It was awful. And then I've talked to other people who have had it, because that was a big thing with Chantex. Mine wasn't with Chantex. It was with an antidepressant years ago, a really old one that has since been taken off the market. With good but, reason, um, it seems. Right? Because <laughs> it had other things too, but Night Terrors was a huge um, a reaction from it. Um a big one was when Chantex first came on the market, the pill that people were taking to quit smoking. One of the biggest side effects with that was night terrors. And I have known two people very close to me who took Chantex and had night terrors. One was a guy who started taking it not long after his mom died. And he had a night terror that his mother came back as a zombie and tried to eat him. Oh, that's fun. 
<laughs> so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna start smoking again. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, like I was said, like, do your thing, do your thing, because I would want a motherfucking cigarette after that shit. Let me tell you, because when you said that three o'clock in the a, morning, I'd be driving to the gas station buying a pack of cigarettes, because fuck that. Like, like when you said yours was an antidepressant, I'd be like, I think I'd rather be depressed because I, I'm gonna be even more depressed I, after having night terrors. When I went to the doctor the about it, I was like, yeah, so I would just rather be depressed again. <laughs> That's when you know it's bad. <laughs> I just I just want to be depressed, thanks. I had a friend a very, 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 very long time ago um, tell me she used to suffer from sleep paralysis. And she hated to talk about it because it was almost like a Slenderman thing. She wouldn't have it unless she either talked about it or thought about it. Yeah, see, now I've heard both. I've heard that if you... If people talk about it too much or think about it too much, it triggers the response. And it really all it all it well, even with that, all it really goes back to is anxiety. Oh God, yeah. Of course it can all be because if you're to anxiety. Because like the guy <laughs> I told you about at, at my other job, his was from Stress intense and, amounts yep. of stress and anxiety response and then the person that you knew if they talked about it that would trigger an anxiety response and then they would have a sleep paralysis episode so it's really all all goes back to uh deep deep stressors and anxiety uh, it all goes back to anxiety yoga and meditation people it's a lifesaver do it anyway <laughs> All righty, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna jump into these stories. Me and a cat, me and Casper, me and Casper. I straight up thought you were gonna call me Katniss, and I was gonna go thank you. <laughs> me and Katniss. That is Jennifer Lawrence such, is here. That is such a compliment. Thank you so much. Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence is here. <laughs> Bitch, we would not be doing this fucking you know, episode if Jennifer Lawrence was here. I think me and my dad are gonna watch Red Sparrow in a couple of days. I was Speaking telling them about, of I was, the I'm queen. so sorry. I know that's like totally off topic. I finished a book today, guys. I'm so sorry. A big part of it was about Russian espionage, and a big part of it towards the end made me think about Red Sparrow. And then I started telling my dad about Red Sparrow, and he's like, "I really want to see this movie." I was like, "Why don't we just watch it?" Together? You're like, I'm trying to make my dad into you a have Jennifer seen it, Lawrence. Right? Oh, girl, yes. I, I just love that, that movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucking love that movie so much. Because I was just going to say, trigger warning. I'm trying to turn my dad into a Jennifer Lawrence stan. Like, Do you I'm... need any of the movies? I have all of them. <laughs> I have all of them. <laughs> well, I want him to watch Red Sparrow. I, I have want it. him to watch American Hustle. I have I it. I know he'll love it. And I need to see Silver Lines Playbook first before we I have it. I love that you're just scratching your head. <laughs> she hasn't seen my favorite movie in the world. I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm jogging. There's a whole other fucking bunch of neighborhoods you could jog. Why are you jogging here? Because I like it here. Why are you eating Raisin Bran? I don't want this mistaken as a date. It can still be a date eating raisin bran. Okay, now I'm. Like when there's a TikTok trend going around, guys. Um, say, tell me your favorite movie without telling me your favorite movie, and I want to do it. And all I want to do is just be like Excelsior. <laughs> if you know, you know. Or. Na, 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 
his trigger song. My sherry and That's such a great song. And That's I his think... trigger song. Oh no! You'll figure out. No, You'll I find need out to watch why. The movie. I'm trying to get you more interested in it. <laughs> I will watch it. Literally, he's bipolar, and Jennifer Lawrence is bipolar, and it's oh no, he's yeah, he's is he bipolar? He's something else. Anyway, it's it's about manic mental health. And it's about man, manic manic. It's about mental health, and it's amazing. It's just amazing. I called out. I mean, Brad, Brad De Niro, Brad De Niro. I thought you were about to say Brad Dorif, and I was going to go. Brad Dorif is the silver lining's playbook. The fuck, he's not. (laughs) Unless he's an extra somewhere where I did not see the man. He is not. It's like a Where's Waldo moment. You've got what is his name? Bradley Cooper. Thank you. Here. I can't want to say Brad Paisley. <laughs> Got you in trouble in house. God damn it. Alcohol. Um, you got Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, and Robert De Niro, who are in literally three different movies together. They're like the 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 trifecta. You've got um Joy. Silver Linings Playbook and Serena, which, to be completely honest with you, no one never needs to see Serena. It's awful. <laughs> but I own it because Jennifer Lawrence is in it. <laughs> Definitely, if you haven't, uh, Joy is amazing. It brings me joy. <laughs> me too, and then it made me cry. I mean, it makes me cry. I mean, happy tears. Oh, at yes, the end, it's. Oh, I mean, definitely happy tears. It's a great end. end. It's it's a great end. An amazing ending. I'm gonna need a new Jennifer Lawrence movie soon. I am going through withdrawals. <sighs> Y'all, that Leo DiCaprio one. And she's got and she's got her nose pierced. Anyway, sorry, Jennifer Lawrence. Anyway, um, stories. I could talk about her all. We did a day. whole podcast about. <laughs> I love her so much, though. Someone posted something Y'all, the other day. Y'all, she is a really fucking great actress. I swear to God, if all you fucking know her from is Hunger Games, get your head out of your asshole. She is an incredible fucking actress. That's putting it under... That, if, I, if, if I didn't know you to and as much of a fan as you are of hers, I would still think she's an incredible fucking actress. Wait until you see Silver Linings Playbook. I am telling you, it is going, it, I mean, you already are a fan, but I swear to God, that was her best American, role. Because American Hustle set me, it, will, it, will it be an American Hustle? Because that, that, that threw me for a loop. I couldn't believe her in that. Me personally, yes. She, she, she literally blew my mind in that in that movie she, I, I, I mean me not. personally yes i mean tiffany what was her last tiffany maxwell is her her best role hands down is her best role she won an oscar when she, she sees Globe. those guys when she sees those guys across the bar and she's like i'll go talk to him <laughs> i was like this bitch what is how old what is happening like she she owns it and this with people more than half her age, older than her. But, but there was a there was a tweet where somebody put, "Drop an actor or an actress that you hate for no reason." And someone said, "I absolutely cannot stand Jennifer Lawrence." And I was like, "That's cool, but I'm gonna drop Shailene Woodley." 
Okay, so somebody brought her up the other day <laughs> randomly on TV and Rick was like, who is that? And I was like... It doesn't matter. I was like, Casper's Vince Vaughn. And he's like, got it. Uh, my hubby hates Vince Vaughn. Y'all know why. I mean, let's face it. Like, he's not a very likable person. And he's pretty much played the exact same character in every movie since Swingers. And, uh... But God, it's freaky was so good. I'll watch it. Like I said, I just cannot watch it when hubby's here because he's like nope there will be no Vince Vaughn in this house <laughs> no shame in really we all we all have one so we all have the one I mean I have two Amber Heard oh yeah she's no that bitch can burn um <laughs> burn baby burn all right so 25 minutes later starting our paranormal stories now so this one is from, I can't say who, because they did not say I could say a non or name. So this person. That's why I kept, oh, by the way, the sleep paralysis story. Uh, yeah. He was asked to be kept anonymous. So that's why I didn't mention any names or where I work. Because I don't want y'all in my business. Anyway, so. <laughs> was that a figurative <laughs> statement or a literal statement about business? Both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I frequently volunteer for community theater productions. A little over 10 years ago, I took part in a production of Frankenstein in a theater that had in a previous age been a funeral home. <laughs> well, I already know where this is going. The dressing room area was in the basement. <clears throat> I think I just quit. <laughs> where the mortuary lab had been. Oh, okay, I quit. The rest of the <laughs> cast and I had many a joke about the drain in the middle of the floor. Nope. One night arrived. Whoa. One night I arrived for rehearsal early, so it was just myself and the storage manager in the theater. I went down to the dressing area to get ready. All of a sudden, I heard a sound like someone stomping around on the stage wearing concrete shoes. I ran upstairs to see what was going on, but there was no one in sight. Eventually, I found our stage manager outside having a cigarette. I was pretty distracted during rehearsal that night, you could say. That's pretty loud stomping if it sounds like concrete shoes. So that immediately made me think of the uh, Snedeker family. The haunting in Connecticut. The Warrens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, the haunting Case. in Connecticut. Yeah, the I fuck? know. It's too many. It's too much in that, in that word. Um, yeah, the Warrens investigation of the Snedeker family and the funeral home. I remember that's what that made me think of like too, that it was in the basement. Made me think about that. I was like, which can can they make a, a movie that's actually decent about that case? Because Haunting in Connecticut is a terrible film. It's not good. <laughs> it's just I had so many hopes for it. Like I was really into it in the beginning, and then whatever the fuck started coming out of their mouths during those seances, I was like. Ghostbusters back in the 80s did better with ectoplasm than whatever the fuck y'all are trying to pull off in this movie. Like, the only good thing about that entire movie was, uh, I think you pronounce his name, Elias Kotes, playing the priest. Mm -hmm. I've always loved that actor. I've loved Same. him since he was Casey Jones in, Termin in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. For y'all OG Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans, he was Casey Jones Teenage Ninja back Turtles. in the day. He was the, he was the only good part yeah. of that whole movie. Otherwise, that movie was 
No. And that one guy that was in it that looks the same in every... Because he was in the Nightmare on Elm Street. You know how... He has the same face. And... He's always the same. Always the same. Y'all know who... Y'all know who I'm talking about. You know what's really funny is this guy uh, on my Twitter... I, I posted a Twitter status the other day that was... What is a movie that you don't like that everyone else seems to? Some of y'all really hurt my feelings. <clears throat> but um, especially some of y'all who specifically getting called out right now don't like the Blair Witch Project. Mindy doesn't like the Blair Witch Project. <gasps> yeah. Sorry, love you. Anyway, so. Okay, yeah. Mad love, <laughs> but that, that hurt a lot. But someone actually was like, everyone thinks all the Annabelle movies are lit when I think they're absolutely terrible. And they're actually based on a true story. And I said, okay, hold up. The first Annabelle is bullshit. Yeah, the other two are garbage. amazing. They're but amazing. I would like to say I respect your opinion. And just to let you know, they're loosely based on the real story. Because there has not been an Annabelle movie that has actually been solid no to the real Annabelle story besides the very beginning of the first Conjuring, which you only get literally about a five minute yep. clip of it. it. And he was like, are you serious? And I said, research the real story. Chills will go up your spine. And he goes, well, why aren't they doing that? I'm like, I've been asking myself that question ever since the first Annabelle came out. Because Hollywood takes liberties. liberties. <sighs> Guys, listen to that Travis Walton Fire in the Sky is an amazing movie, but a lot of that was bullshit. <laughs> Especially what actually happened to him. Uh, yeah. Even Hollywood. a lot of the movie of The Conjuring was... Not all of it, but a good portion of it wasn't yeah. actual, actual, actually accurate. Uh, the Conjuring 2 had a lot of inaccuracies. Oh, the first one had a lot more truths than yeah, the second one. The, the second, second one, one ran. definitely played up for Hollywood. Yeah. Well, the first one made a lot of money. So they were like, money! Pretty much. Yeah, that's what happened. Alright, so, um, our next stories are coming from her name is Spooky Lady. I love that Spooky name. Lady. She has been one of our followers Spooky. since the beginning. She's been following me since I was Chucky <laughs> Side Chick to begin with, before the podcast even became a thing. So, shout out to you being an awesome follower a uh, huge 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 support of the podcast you've always been so nice and oh my god she's so nice, she's so nice. <laughs> this is the bad word cemetery and this is a real personal experience that she had so i the will bad word cemetery the bad word cemetery holy shit i don't know if it's called the fucking cemetery <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> I hope not. Do you want me to read this one? Yeah, well, I can <clears throat> I can read this one and then you can read that. Okay, I'll read the next one because my throat is still... I want to get through the rest of this Ricola before. You're like, I would like to finish my It's Ricola. getting better. It's getting better. I promise I'll All right, read the next one. So my great uncle and the great... So actually, just to, pre, to preface this, she has a blog site and she posts these on her blog and that's where she's she's linked us to her posts on the blog, which I think is really cool. My great uncle and great aunt lived in West Virginia. Behind their house was a small, all but abandoned slave cemetery. Graves in the cemetery dated back to the 1800s. Their backyard literally fell along the property line of the cemetery, separated by only a chain link fence. 
Though the stones were old, they remained relatively upright, and the grass was kept cut and trash picked up. I never saw flowers on any of the graves or any sign of visitors. It seemed just very quiet and peaceful. Though I enjoyed this charm, sense of humor, and love of history, unfortunately my great-uncle was a racist man. He referred to black people with an ethnic slur. When we were children, he would tell my cousins and me if we didn't mind our manners, the ghost of the N-word buried at the cemetery would climb out of the graves and come after us. Your uncle sounds like a piece of shit. I knew ghosts weren't. My cousins were terrified of this possibility. I knew ghosts weren't going to come after me, mainly or not. The first time I heard that word, I asked my parents what it meant, and they said it was very inappropriate and super disrespectful, and I should never use it. My mom was actually terribly embarrassed that my granduncle even used the word. As a, whoa. As a kid, such words fell on the list of bad words that, ah, bad word cemetery. As a kid, such words fell on the list of bad words that included curse words. Secretly to myself, I referred to it as the bad word cemetery. One day while visiting the family when I was about seven, I was playing with my cousins in the backyard of my great uncle's house. They wandered off and I was left alone. I walked over to the fence and looked into the lonely little cemetery. Some of the graves were within reach if I put my hand through the spaces in the fence. Bitch, you put your hand through that fence and something grabs your hand. I am out. I am out. Gone. <laughs> Get the fuck It's kind of like when, you're, when your foot is on one of those open stairs. And you're like terrified something's gonna grab your foot. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so while I, I fucking hate steps like that. I do too. Like if I'm at somebody's house and their basement has steps like that, I was like, I'm never going into your basement. Mm. Like I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. We're we're hanging out upstairs ever. Always. Let me feel like a cobweb on the back of my ankle, <clears throat> and I am dead. Now that you know what it like feels like to be touched. That's how, that's how, yeah, that's how I'll go out. Let me feel a cobweb on the back of my heel and I'm falling down those steps. And literally that's literally what I, it feels and like. And that's how I die. Like, that's how I come break my neck, falling through fucking cobweb. That's what did it. Cobweb took her out. Just like the paper cut that took me out. Yep. Yeah. That's what happens. So while I stood there looking at the graves, I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I looked over and saw a young black man standing in the cemetery. He wore, whoa. he wore a tan-colored shirt and brown pants. A straw sat... What in the fuck? A straw hat sat upon the top of his head. Y'all trying to say that. A straw, straw hat, hat sat. sat. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> a straw hat sat. She hit you with the rhyming. <laughs> that's too much. Straw hat sat. When our eyes met, he smiled at me and walked over to where I was standing. Oh, that's so nice. Being outgoing and friendly, I said hello. He took off his hat. Tipped it toward me as he smiled and put the hat back on. He said, is this your cemetery? Wait, I'm sorry. He tipped his hat toward me as he smiled and put the hat back on his head. Is this your cemetery? I asked. He smiled and nodded. My great uncle lives there. I said, pointing at the house. He looked at the house and back at me. Do you like to talk? I asked. The man still smiling shook his head. No. Okay, I said. I like your hat. The man's eyes grew wide. He touched the brim of his hat with his fingers, tilted his head right and left, and made me laugh. I was about to talk to the man some more. When I go to her, my mom calling for me. Sorry, I have to go. See you later. The man smiled, waved at me, and turned around. As I watched him walk between the gravestones, he faded out of my sight. That is a... Okay, first of all, that's a full flip. Like, you're talking to an apparition like it's a real... Like it's a dude just standing there. That's incredible. That is an experience with an apparition that I would love to have. 
Like, how cool is that? Yeah, like, full on. Back at my house, my mom was sitting on the front porch, and when my cousins went into the house, I told my mom I met a man in the Bad Word Cemetery. I told her he was a nice black man who wore a straw hat. Being a physically sensitive child, it didn't really surprise her that I made a special friend. She hugged me and said, keep this between us, okay? I like having secrets with my mom, so I agreed. I'm not sure why I never saw my friend again. Maybe he was just happy to have some interaction with the living on a sunny afternoon. I fucking loved that story. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing to me. And it was kind of sad, too. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel very sorry for anybody that has to grow up with anything like that in their family, with any type of ignorance like that in your family, because you know you either roll with it or you learn how ugly it is and it's just yeah i mean it it comes from just pure ignorance is what it comes from it really just comes from because it's it's uh, taught just it's yeah it's it's ignorance and it's hatred that's taught and um yeah it's just a sad story it's a sad story and it's uh really interesting too because it's uh it's very rare that you hear someone you having know, an experience with an apparition that stay number one stays for that long and is intelligent enough to to actually like interact with you that way was there something mentioned that that home or that cemetery was anywhere near a body of water like a creek or a river or anything um was there anything like west that virginia okay yeah, it was an abandoned slave cemetery there there's really nothing about where in particular there might have been there's usually a lot of little creeks and and little lakes and stuff near areas like that um the only reason why i asked is because typically it if people have interactions like that with a full body apparition it takes a a large energy source Mm -hmm. so that's why i was well virginia is a big limestone could have been that, that that's that's a lot of um, energy right there water limestone selenite quartz there's a lot of mines in virginia yeah there could have been yeah that could have been a big reason why there could have been a very large energy source near that area she could be hold it people who are strong empaths or clairvoyants she is carry, she's one too. carry a lot of energy that spirits will feed off of in order to uh show themselves in ways because it requires a lot of energy yep you know i got really into the study of kinetic energy and spirits after that movie white noise even though it was terrible, was terrible. um great concept great though. actually wait great movie terrible ending yeah terrible ending yeah that should have been on the list we did the ending fucking god well yeah when you're trying awful. to think of something you can't yeah i didn't think it. off the top of my head i was like <laughs> that would have been a perfect example that ending but um yeah you get into studies of kinetic energy and spirit wavelengths and shit like that let me tell you i believe in it it gets after, really scientific it's actually really cool to study after uh lightning storms why do you think there's a most... lot of reports of of uh, paranormal uh, encounters? Or Why do you think sightings? a lot of haunted places have storms going on? Yeah, it's yeah. it's electric. <laughs> you know, 
Well, that made me think of, again, with that Travis Walton story, is they were talking about, uh, you know, that beam of light mm -hmm. that's emitted mm -hmm. that, uh, that essentially they thought, like, stunned him. Uh, they believe that there was a lot of radiation in that light source because there were, uh, when they went back to the spot where he was abducted, they, uh, out of many different expeditions they've done there, one of them recently discovered that vegetation in that area was growing like so many more times larger or stronger in just that area that was exposed. And that looked very similar to vegetation in Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. Where they thought it would have been destroyed, but the radiation did the exact opposite. It actually mutated and increased the vegetation in some huh. way. Uh, he mentioned that one of the guys that was in the truck that witnessed it, he would have been the only one because Travis left the door open that was mostly exposed to the light than he was. And it was on his, uh, his arm. He developed skin cancer. On that side of his Just arm. Just on that part of his arm. Of course he did. I mean, and so that's why he said that he's wanted to talk to people. He also had a thing where they did an EEG on him. And that he believes that either that light or something that they, that the aliens did later, like, messed up his brain. Because he had two different brainwave patterns that showed up on his EEG that were extremely abnormal. It was like, like where you're only supposed to see one line, there were two. He had two of them. He had two different brainwave patterns going on at the same time. What in the fuck? Yeah, it was insane. Let me tell you, like, I don't even remember him bringing that up in interviews before. And like, that really fucked me up, like hearing that. Cause he, cause he said that he thinks that the way that they communicate is telepathically and that when he was there, that's how they were trying to communicate with him to calm him down because he was freaking out. Obviously, uh, you're 22 years old and you just got fucking abducted up in a spaceship. Uh, I would be acting a little erratic myself. And he thinks that they were trying to communicate with him to calm him down through telepathy because he said the only way I can describe it is my, my head felt scrambled. And I, I understood that they were trying to tell me something, but I couldn't make out what it was because I'm not tele. I don't know how to communicate, communicate like, like that. that. Yeah. It was crazy, dude. Let me tell you. So fucked up. Like what, what, what we don't, oh man that only a small number of people have gotten to experience something like that. And there's so much that we just don't know. How long is this been going on? Would you like to read this one? Sure. Okay. Was he my guardian angel? These are, these are, uh, this is another personal experience of hers. These are really interesting. Any, any, guardian angel ones I, oh, I yeah. always like um so this is another story by a spooky lady um i was born with a kidney defect i spent years taking liquid antibiotics and during painful infections and had multiple exploratory surgeries and hospital stays while doctors tried to figure out the best type of treatment for my kidneys and urinary tract 
I am so sorry for you, dear. I worked for a urologist for almost three years, so yeah, this is awful. Um, I don't remember much about it, thankfully. The few memories I do have are very vivid and unpleasant. The good news is pediatric urology has come a long way since. Yes, it has. Um, at three years old, I was in the hospital once again. I was taken away from my parents for yet another surgery. Lying in a bed with bars like a crib, I was scared and had been crying. The bars were metal. I was cold. I was in a busy hallway, and I watched doctors, nurses, and other hospital staff rush by. They were talking to each other, looking at charts, pushing carts and beds and wheelchairs with patients in them. Then I saw, toward the end of the hallway, a man walking towards me. All of the people I saw, of all the people I saw, he is the only one who caught my attention. The man was wearing blue scrubs and a scrub cap. There was a beautiful, soft, golden light around him. When he walked past, he ran his fingers along the bars of the bed, and they made a slight metallic sound. He had beautiful dark blue eyes. He smiled at me and smiled back. Then he walked out of my sight and was gone. After this happened, I wasn't afraid of being in the hospital anymore. I started to feel better and the doctor told me my parents and the doctor told my parents rather that the tubes began growing on their own. That meant I didn't need any more surgeries. I don't know who this man was, whether he was an angel, a ghost, or just someone who caught my attention. Whoever he was, he comforted me in a way that no one else ever did. To this day, I wonder what happened to him, who he was, where did he come from. It's as if he knew I was scared and tried to make me feel better in the only way that he could. I could see his face very clearly in my mind. The blue scrubs, the large, kind eyes, and the dimples at the corners of his mouth as he smiled. If I could, I would thank him for spending those few precious moments with me. It changed my life forever. Okay, so this really messed me up when she got to the part where she described him because there was a part in Travis Walton's story where he said the original beings that he saw after he reacted violently to them and they tried to communicate, they left the room and they sent in someone else that he also believes was an alien, but maybe just a different species that led him to a room with other aliens that looked just like this one. They looked very human he said that it was a man with very large eyes, uh, brown hair, could pass for human in a crowd, and he had almost like there was a he said there was a hallway they went down, and he said it could he didn't know if it was the lights coming from the hallway or if there was maybe some type of light that he was illuminating that was like golden. And the other thing that really got me was the blue scrubs because he said that all of these, when he was led into the room with the other human-like aliens, they were all wearing these blue scrub-like uniforms, every single one of them. And they all smiled. None of them talked. None of them talked. But they all looked very human. What and, in the fuck? And they gave off like a gold aura they all had really big, bright eyes. Not the, like, large alien eyes, but, like, big, bright eyes. This guy had blue eyes and brown hair and was wearing... They All of them were wearing, like, blue scrub uniforms. I'm wondering if she saw an alien. You know what's really weird, though? A friend of mine had a theory about what aliens were some aliens oh i believe that angels i think the angels that came to sodom and gomorrah i think those were aliens i think because a lot of angels think, that are mentioned in the bible were actually aliens i loved how he put it and i actually this makes this makes sense when the fall happened 
um, there were some angels that didn't choose a side. They were like, we kind of want to just do our own thing and then dispersed. And he said, I think that those are, some of those are aliens. Oh, yeah. Well, quote unquote aliens. And I was like, holy shit. And that right there sounds angelic. So it would make sense. Where they're like, they're aliens, but they're not necessarily, they're not like the greys. You don't, you don't think about aliens. Aliens don't really look. Well, Travis Walton brought up the fact that he believes that they sent these beings in specifically to calm him because they did look so human-like. So think about that. That's insane. This was sent to calm her? I mean... Sounds like an angel to me. This is why I got so into Stargate. Because this once the spinoff series from the movie SG-1 happened, because when they had that Stargate and were able to open that wormhole and explore so many different planets, the thing that I loved so much about that show is that every planet they visited, every single alien race looked totally different than the other. Some looked very human. Some looked, the ones that were called the Wraith were really crazy looking. Um, They almost looked very similar to uh, the White Walkers uh, from uh, Game of Thrones, Thrones, the Wraith did. So It's kind of badass looking. I got into a discussion with somebody yesterday that was really cool about that show, that the spinoff from that show was called Stargate Atlantis, where the story was the reason why we can't find Atlantis here on Earth is that when Atlantis was uh, on Earth and they knew the flood was coming, the city escaped through a through their Stargate and ended up on another planet. So that's why we can't find Atlantis, is because Atlantis is on another planet. Good Lord. That was the spinoff of that show. Huh. And the alien race that was attacking them were called the Wraith. That came from Stargate SG-1. These were really crazy looking. But SG-1 focused on... Uh, now the Greys and SG-1 were the smartest of any of the other alien life forms. Because they were the only ones that weren't like... A lot of the other ones were trying to like conquer Earth. Or the Greys were like above that. Like they were the most docile. They want to like, study. They don't want to... Well and just... They wanted, like, to bring people together. They wanted different races to come together. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> yo, Grays. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yo, Grays. But that's really cool. Like, that that tripped me out after listening to that Travis Walton story. Because that's literally the way he described these other humanoid beings that that's he saw. Crazy. Like, the blue uniform, the blue scrub uniform. Because Joe Rogan kept asking me, like, did they look like blue scrubs? And he said they could have been. He's like, they were very form-fitting. Like, you could tell, like, it looked like a a male, like a human male that worked out. That was, like, really well-built. Well-built. And his clothes were, like, tailored to him. So they weren't, like, loose-fitting. Like, mm-hmm. it looked... He's like, they could have been scrubs. But he said, to me, it almost likened, like, a uniform. But there was no, like, medals or right badges or anything like flags or insignia or anything like like that that's crazy that's really fucking crazy that threw me for a loop but you're the yeah the story you told i believed that that i think in a lot of 
like biblical times, the Renaissance, I think during like Chinese dynasties where they described like dragons and stuff. I think that was aliens. It was their only way of explaining it because everything back then came from God or the gods or whatever. So you just didn't question it. It was an angel or whatever. It was from the gods or whatever. When in actuality, I firmly believe those were alien races visiting us all the way back then but that was the only way that those ancient civilizations were able to describe that i believe that that's so crazy Woo, that's a wormhole to go it's down. a really plausible explanation though i mean honestly if you think about it because we know there weren't as much as we would love to believe that there were flying dragons uh Especially the way the Chinese, especially with the way the Chinese describe them, like dope. I'm down for that, but we know that wasn't a real thing. So it's like, how else would you explain what what that is that all of these people supposedly saw that they literally wrote in their history? I mean, the Indians, like Native Americans, yeah, oh yeah, everything. Their totems. The totems? Where the hell do you think they get that? Out of their ass? No. They've seen some shit. Also, have you read studies how a lot of shamans are actually schizophrenics? Yeah. Well, I mean... That was rough. Yeah. Makes sense, though. Especially when we're talking about that Skinwalker story and that one guy that supposedly was in that tribe that was there, that killed skinwalkers and it's like uh no maybe he was just crazy and like killing folks which is more likely like i hate my ex-husband he's a skinwalker kill him (laughs) (laughs) um i think you may be onto something yeah well um my one of my co-workers she hasn't experienced this not that i don't think skinwalkers are a thing i'm just in this particular saying, right. this, yeah, yeah, um, she told this story about how she watched a video. You remember when all those wild, whoa, those wildfires were a thing? Yeah, um, there was a pack of wolves. Pardon me, I was like, are you sure they might have been coyotes? Pack of dogs. Coyotes are very prevalent in uh. California. I per- they're probably especially coyotes. in the areas because that, that's not that where fires happen. Especially in the areas that the fires happened. Oh, so yeah. yeah, it was it was coyotes. But she said there was a big pack of them, and she said they were all going one way. And she said, and then there was one that stood out that was black, and she said that one stopped going with them, and turned and looked at the people that were sitting in the car. And she said that motherfucker had yellow eyes. And she said it also seemed bigger. She said something about it was just weird. Now, this is before I had even talked to this woman about skinwalkers or anything. And she goes, it it looked like a wolf coyote, but she said it it was different. And she said after it looked at them, it turned around and went the opposite direction as the pack. And I was like, you know what that was? And she said, yeah, it was a skinwalker. Like, she just, she knew. She's like, that was a skinwalker. It looked different. It wasn't the same. She said it had yellow eyes, and they're known to have yellow eyes. And I was like, yeah, if I was that couple, I'd be like, oh, you're going to fall. Well, you know, if you if you know what to look for with them, if you just watch the way they walk, like mm-hmm. when they're mimicking a coyote or a wolf, it 
looks like a human trying to walk on all fours. It does. It looks really fucked up. I mean, if you really know what to look for and to pay attention to, you can tell, you can go, wait a minute, a coyote does, a canine doesn't walk like does that. Does not walk like that. That's, it's, it's a very distinctive, I mean, their, their shoulder blades, everything, their entire anatomical structure is different than a human. So you could very well tell the difference of what a human would look like trying to walk on all fours versus a canine. So I'm sure that's what it looked like. Oh yeah. She... And then to turn and then you see the eyes and yeah. And then for it to abandon the pack, that, that really doesn't make any sense either, especially if it's trying to get away from the fires. She that's said that's the, crazy. that's what really got me was the fact that it just turned and walked away from the pack. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Anyway, so next story is called Real... This is another one of uh, Spooky Lady's Real Paranormal Experiences called Pennies from Heaven. My great uncle Charlie was quite a character. He was always quick with a joke and loved to make people laugh. When I was a little girl, he had me convinced that purple cows gave chocolate milk. Because they do. When we'd pass a farm, I'd point out there weren't any purple cows in the pasture. When I asked him where the purple ones was, he'd always say they're in the barn being milked. He was so smooth, it was years before I finally figured out his game. One time we were driving past a large cemetery. How many people are dead in that cemetery? He asked my two cousins and myself. While the three of us carefully debated on how many graves could possibly have been in the cemetery, he laughed and said, all of them. That is a dad joke. That is a grandpa joke. (laughs) It seemed wherever he went, Charlie found a penny. Whether it was walking down the street, sitting on a park bench, or in his neighbor's driveway, they seemed to follow him. Over time, he amassed quite a collection of them. After he died, members of our family suddenly started having penny experiences. This is actually really funny because a very good friend of mine, her grandpa's thing was dimes. Yeah. I, my ex's grandpa was like that. It was dimes. I'm not even he kidding dimes you. dimes everywhere. I, would, I cleaned my room one time and all of a sudden I turn around and look on the floor and there's a dime sitting. Yeah. I kid you not. And I immediately called her and she was going through something at that exact moment. And I was like, so your grandpa just reached out to me because of a dime. Like what? So now every time I see a dime, I call her, text her immediately. Cause I'm like, you good? Um, I believe that they, they believe people say butterflies, uh, ladybugs. My, my mom is ladybugs. Yeah. My mom's ladybugs. My grandma will be cardinals. The we and ladybugs in the weird like when they're not supposed to be around when it's clearly not a season that they're supposed to be <laughs> anywhere and you're like okay just a ladybug hey shit how y'all doing <laughs> how y'all doing <laughs> so panties would seem to show up out of nowhere sometimes in a pocket under a shoe on the kitchen table in the car no one could remember having a penny around or in those places so we say it was a sign from uncle charlie my great aunt seemed to find the most she would just shake her head and smile whenever a penny appeared I've had pennies less and less these days, but when I do, I think about him. Finding pennies seemed to make him happy when he was alive, perhaps leaving them around for the family as his way of letting us know he's doing all right. That's precious. I love that. I wonder if my dad will leave pennies. Because he always says that, uh, see a penny, pick it up, all day long you'll have good luck. As long as it's head up, heads, heads up. He has said that for years. <laughs> so this experience is not hers but it was shared to her oh okay 
So this was a post on San Diego's Craigslist caught my attention. It was someone asking if anyone had ever seen a ghost at Lindbergh Field, which is the San Diego International Airport. Uh, I hadn't heard anything about ghosts at the airport or had any experiences there, so I did a little asking around and I found Robert, a frequent airline traveler, who told me about an unusual experience he had at Lindbergh Field a few years ago. Robert was waiting in an empty corridor for his wife to come out of the restroom when he saw a couple walking toward him. They looked to be in their 50s and were carrying luggage. The man was tall with thinning black hair and the woman was shorter with dyed red hair, white pants, and a jacket that looked like patches from a quilt. The woman was fussing at the man. Uh, you know you're so much better than everyone else. You think you're so superior. Oh, you think you're so much better than everyone else. You think you're so superior. Why do you always have to act like that? She said. The man didn't react. He just kept walking. It's not something you'd think she would be saying in front of other people, Robert said. He assumed they were just another married couple having a spat. <laughs> the couple walked past Robert. He averted his gaze to be respectful. He wanted. He waited just long enough so as not to be obvious, then turned to look at them to see what was going on, and they were gone. What? The hallway was way too long for them to go anywhere. They I just fucking sprint. <laughs> She's bitching at him, and they're just out. <laughs> I only waited a second or two, Robert said. There were people at both ends of the corridor, but these people were just gone. Mind you, I was in a rush travel mode uh, in an airport at 6 a.m., so this sort of thing was furthest from my mind, Robert said. When his wife came out of the restroom and saw the shocked look on his face, she asked him what was wrong. He told her what happened, and she said, let's go down the hallway and look for them. They could not find the couple Robert saw. There was nowhere they could have gone in the time it took me to turn, he said. If the woman had gone to the restroom, Robert's wife would have seen her, but she didn't see anyone with that description on her way out. Uh, Robert is still unsure of exactly what happened that early morning at Lindbergh Field. Perhaps he encountered a couple of passengers that had once passed through the corridors of the airport and never reached their earthly destination. That could be like a, it's a residual haunting. Like That's they're weird. Like they're completely, residual hauntings are really crazy because they're completely unaware of anybody else there. It's just like, it's like a cosmic loop. It sucks. It just too. keeps going on and on and on over and over and over and over and over. Oh my god, that reminds me. Um I I know I've talked about this before. That nukes top five guy. Uh there was a recent one that I watched and it literally sent chills down my spine. It was at the Titanic Museum in Gatlinburg. Excuse me, and you know they have artifacts there from the Titanic. I've I've been in it. And there's that part where you're on the deck and it looks like the night sky. Yeah. That part right there. Fucks you up. They were just filming and all of a sudden this blood, I have chills talking. Now, wait a minute. Were they, were they actually standing on the deck or were they inside the control room? They were because on the deck. Okay, like you're outside. Like where that thing is that you can put your Stick hand. Your, it's and it's when you step out, like it's fucking freezing out on that goddamn deck. Their too. breath, and you it was see in it. September, and I was wearing a skirt and a t-shirt, and I was freezing my nuts. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Just you're like I just wanted to say I was cold. Oh yeah, I was cold as fuck. So they're just standing there and they're filming, and all of a sudden you hear this blood curdling scream. Oh my god, Kristen, and, and I like, was there. Like, look at this. I'm talking about it, and I have chills on my body. Like, and the guy goes, stop. It wasn't, like, right next to them. It was in the distance. 
And the guy goes, stop. Did you just hear a scream? And I was like, mother of Jesus, God, mother. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just heard a scream. Oh my God. And then while they were show, there's that room where you can see the gate, uh, the fake gate for, on the ship. Like it looks like the gate from the movie. I don't, and it's a room. Oh, and the, th yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. 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 So the guy's yeah, like talking about the gate and talking about the ship and everything like that. And there's a camera sitting up, like looking at them. I guess it's a security camera more yeah. than likely, or it's a camera by the guys. Cause it was a paranormal group. Um, and everyone's looking at the gate, but behind the guy in the farthest back, there is a black it, it, I mean, it's not fully black. It is an apparition of a woman in a dress. And oh it looks God. like a Victorian dress. And she's just walking behind him. Like, it looks like a woman. And she's not looking at the gate. And you can make out some features. But it looks like a woman just walking behind him. Just, aim just aimlessly. Just walking behind him. And I'm like, I love his videos. And very rarely will they actually, like, get to me, but those two really got to me oh because they were god, on the fucking ship. Fucked me up. Like, oh my god. So, you know that Ghost Adventures went to the one in Branson mm -hmm. before the... Because that was the first one. Then they built the one in, right. in Pigeon Forge. Uh, it And they had... I think, I think that episode, they had a screen, too. Did they? I think they did. Um, I mean... If anything's going to be residual on those that. artifacts are going to carry, especially ones that were, you know, like one of the very, I've been to many, many, many Titanic ex exhibitions <laughs> and the very first one I ever went to, I just remember how much there was, a. really, it didn't, it didn't hit me till towards the end and they started showing personal effects and I'm like, this ring was on somebody's finger. Like, these shoes were on somebody's feet. That it, it was very weird. It was very weird. Like, I was young, and even at that age, it was like something in me clicked that, like, this was on a dead body. Like, I... Right. Ew, it just... Oh, man. It just didn't... It, it's kind of... And it's kind of one of those things where... It is a huge dilemma because as much as I love museums and as much as I love that history and being able to view something that is so important to history, it's grave robbing. It's exactly what Robert Ballard did not want when he found the Titanic and it's exactly what happened. And so I don't know. That's where I have a very hard thing because like I said, I've been to including the museum in Pigeon Forge, at least four or five different Titanic exhibits. I've been to the, to the biggest exhibit that toured the world, the biggest one. Um, and I'm, I'm fortunate. They, they were, the, the things I saw were, in, I got to see the cherub that was at the end of the grand staircase. Not many people get to see that. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was grave robbing. The Titanic is a gravesite. Bitch, I tell it's you, it's a cemetery. People died there. I tell you what, though, if I ever go to one of those, which I plan on doing, and I hear a scream like that, oh, let me tell y'all right now, if I would have been there, so that was my honeymoon. That would have been my end of the honeymoon. <laughs> 
end of my life. Or at least the end of that part of the honeymoon. I was like, let's just go back to the cabin and fuck. Because I, uh, let's just do <laughs> I, that. I would have been, I would have been. Let's just do that the whole like, rest of the trip. Because I'm not, up. I'm like, no. Because that, that whole museum experience in itself is incredibly emotional. And there's so much and you feel the I think out of any of the exhibits, except for the biggest one I went to, that one I had such a flood of emotions. Well, I mean, it's shaped like the ship. The, just everything they do is well, so. Well, the, the scene where they were show, where they were filming filming that that fucked me up. Yeah, it really, it really messes looks with you. Like it, 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 dude, the grand staircase about had a heart attack. I, I would die. We had a heart attack. Like I turn that corner and I look and I'm like. <gasps> Cause Rick, cause Rick was like, calm down. Rick was like, I'm gonna let you know right now. There's when you turn this corner. <laughs> okay. Like he stopped me. Like all the group was ahead of us. And he like, stops. like, what are you doing? The guy's talking. They're in the, and he's like, I'm preparing. You. I'm trying to, because this is really going to mess with you right now. <laughs> like bad. And then I, I'm like, what? And I look at him like, And I immediately started crying. <laughs> this poor man on the steps <laughs> with like this very thick Irish accent in a suit, like trying to give the whole speech about it. And I am snotting and sniffling and sobbing in the back of this tour group, having an existential meltdown because I am like, I can't believe I'm here right now. I can't believe i'm there's here there's no need for language mr right hockley now all i kept i i looked up and i saw the dome and all i kept thinking about was the, dome the water crash crash in. that's god it that fucked scene. with me so bad it, y'all i'm having a meltdown again like thinking <laughs> about it again it was the most and then my poor husband i made him do the scene when Leonardo dicaprio came down the steps so you want to go to a real party I saw that in a Nickelodeon once and I had, I made, I made him do it. So you want to go to a real party? I made him do it. <laughs> I was like, if you love me, you will do it. I don't know why there's like a mental block in my brain where I always forget that Kathy Bates was in that movie. Girl. I don't understand why. It's kind of like how every She time... was the unsinkable Molly Brown. Listen, uh... it's like how I forget Rudy Mara. Cop from Sinister. Fucking... Yes. I forget these people. Fucking Linda, whatever her name is. Every time she came on anything, I was like, Danielle, who is that? And she's like, it's Linda. <laughs> <Who's that? laughs> Linda, whatever her name is from La Llorona. I, I, forget I her know. Name. I know what you're talking about. Every time I see her, who is that? Oh, my God. Cardellini. Cardellini. Yeah. Got it. She was on a simple favor. And I was literally like, who is that? She's like, it's Linda Cardellini. <laughs> Like, if you ask me one She's more like, time what this woman's name is. If you look at is, this woman and you automatically think, who is that? Just automatically think it's Linda just, Cardellini. Just, yeah. I'm like, well, she looks so different in everything she's in. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, for real, she does. Because the first thing I ever saw her in was Freaks and Geeks, and she looks totally well, different. Well, there's some times where she looks a lot older, and then there's other times where she doesn't. But what fucks with me is that she looks younger in the newer shit. So... <laughs> help <laughs> anyway we have one you. more story 
Um, also, you guys go watch Noob's Top 5 shit. I am telling you that shit. Sometimes I'll literally be like, I'm gonna freak myself out. Also, if you want to really freak yourself out, look up Skinwalker Screams on YouTube. Um, some of them sound like actual birds, so I'm like, no, that's a bird. Um, but some of them, there was a couple of them that I heard that I was like, I want nothing to do with that. But I'm going to continue watching these because I want to scare myself. Because <laughs> I'm stupid. I've been um, in a long time. There was one. It sounded like a cane. This is one that really fucked me up. It sounded like a canine mixed with a Bigfoot. Yelp. And I don't, that's literally the best way I can describe it. This couple was out in the middle of a forest. I guess maybe they were at a cabin or something. And you just hear it wailing. And part of it sounds like a canine. But other part sounds like, you know, a, a screaming like a Bigfoot. And the guy is holding a baby and the baby yells and when now it's doing it like every few seconds and the baby yells and then it quits for like five seconds and then it starts doing it again. Also, what's really fucked up about this video is you don't hear any birds. And that actually is what really fucked me up because when you don't hear birds in the middle of a forest like that, something's up. Something's fucking up. If you don't hear anything, and you couldn't, if you you're couldn't in a hear forest, anything, let me tell y'all thing. right now: if y'all, if you were in a forest and you hear nothing, and I mean you don't hear birds, you don't hear bugs, you don't hear squirrels rustling, you literally don't hear anything. Get, fucking get the out. fuck out. Animals sense it. Yep, birds. Birds, it fucks with their migratory patterns. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like if a bad storm's coming, your Uf- animal, your animal will act different. UFO thing too. Where UFOs have landed, areas where UFOs have landed, uh, with the vegetation thing, birds will not fly over those areas. It fucks with their migratory patterns. That's they so won't even crazy. fly over them. I think their propulsion technology is radioactive. I think yeah. that's why. I think that's I I I think that's why I that uh they leave radiation. Oh yeah, in those I'm areas. sure. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Because you this... go with Geiger counters and they they set off Geiger counters, yeah, the whole bit. Um I remember this one time we were getting a really 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 nasty storm coming. And they kept saying tornadoes and shit. And my sister was cracking me up because she said, Chloe, her dog. (laughs) I thought there was like a preemptive pause, like dramatic pause. No, I was sneezing. Sorry. Pause. (laughs) So. (laughs) That was not. So, um, so her, she said, ah, Chloe's fine. So I'm not worried about it. Because it's true, like, when your animal starts sensing something's wrong, that's when you need to worry. Like, when, you know, people will be like, my dog's acting weird, you know, if a hurricane's coming, or, you know, something like that, especially really bad storms, animals can sense all of that. Oh, for, immediately, they know. They, uh, animals and kids, little kids. So Spirits, all that kind of stuff. I'm super excited about this one. This is our last story, and it's from, um spooky lady but again it's not her story someone told this to her her friend andrew it's called the star wars ghost and i'm very excited about this one 
Uh, my grandmother died when I was five. I still didn't really understand what death was or why people went away and didn't come back. The usual kid stuff, but I really missed her and wanted to, her, to see her again. We found out that my grandmother died in the morning. That night I went to sleep and was awakened in what had to be the early morning hours. It was still dark outside and I sat up in bed and looked down at the end of my bed. There was my grandmother, but she was tiny, like a doll, standing there looking at me. The best way I can describe how she looked was in Star Wars when R2-D2 projects the image of Princess Leia to Luke Skywalker. Kind of blue and a little shaky like an old movie. I wasn't afraid and was surprised more than anything. My grandmother smiled at me, then she disappeared. I remember it as clear as day and as if it was yesterday. I think she knew I was sad and I missed her and didn't understand why she went away, so she came to say goodbye to me. As Princess Leia. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Aww. Thank you for those stories, Spooky Lady. Appreciate those. And our earlier story. Um, And like we said, if you guys have or want to watch some creepy things, I'm going to show you that video of that thing wailing in the, in the forest because I want you to, mm. I want you to tell me what it sounds like to you. Um, But you guys should go watch. Just, if you ever want to get creeped out by shit, just go watch Nuke's Top 5, because some of his shit is like, nah, that's probably fake, but I am telling you, I don't get creeped out by much, and his some of his videos get to me, so, yeah. Yeah, just any old, uh, I was a big fan, well, still am, big fan of, uh, like, OG creepypasta, and obviously a lot of YouTube videos spun from creepypasta stories. <sighs> and whatnot um but yeah they're the they're the best they really are um especially ones if you can find that are true stories true stories all right all right guys well that concludes our spoopy episode for this week um we will have many more to come so don't worry if you didn't get your story in you still have plenty of time you can always feel free to email your stories we will keep you know we'll keep them if you ever have any ghost stories and you want to send them, if you think of one now, we can hold it and hoard it back for our next episode. So don't ever feel like you can't send us stories. Please do that at any time. Yeah, every few months we're going to try to do one of these uh, stories. And again, guys, they don't necessarily have to be ghost stories. They can be... Paranormal just means of, not normal. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know, we talked about uh, sleep paralysis experiences, um... Aliens, aliens, guys, cryptids. If none of y'all have listened to that Travis Walton podcast yet with Joe Rogan, I highly recommend it. Even if you know the story, even if you've seen interviews, we've. If you've never seen Fire in the Sky, get the fuck on Fire in the Sky. Um, that movie's incredible. It is very good. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, Joe Rogan's exclusively on Spotify now. Uh, so listen to that. Um. Also, if none of you are familiar with Stargate, even just the original movie, it is for free on YouTube. Y'all, there are a lot of great movies for free. I just saw Dances with Wolves was on YouTube for free. If you have a spare four hours. Uh, I almost watched it at work today. <laughs> it's so good. I was like, it's just so goddamn long. I was like, oh shit, this movie's like three and a half hours long. I'm not going to be able to finish this. Um, but yeah, the actual, the movie Stargate, uh, James Spader and uh, Kurt Russell, it was a really great movie. Uh, incredible CGI effects for the 90s, too. It was really good and really well done. 
Um, and if you're into aliens, uh, the Stargate theory is a real thing about wormholes. Um, uh, Egyptians, all of that. It's a, it's an incredible movie. And the show was really good. Actually, it was the longest running sci-fi series in history. It was on for 10 years. It was called Stargate SG-1. And uh, Richard Dean Anderson was uh, took over Kurt Russell's character. Y'all may know him. Uh, OG uh, MacGyver fans out there. He will always be MacGyver. So, first and foremost. This is what I get he for, is always for doing MacGyver. Alright, so Craigslist killer next week. Thank you for saying that because I keep saying Craig's kiss. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm like, Craig's kiss. No. Craig's, no. Nope. <laughs> yep, Craigslist killer next week. True crime episode. Super excited about bringing you guys that episode. Um, if you guys don't know, I have started video game streaming um, on Twitch. Unfortunately, right now there's not a set schedule for that because I'm moving soon and I just can't specifically do it exactly specific days right now. Um, I have a schedule thought out, but I am not 100% um, on that just yet. So catch me on Twitch at Chucky Side Chick if you want to catch some video games. There's a horror video game coming out at the end of this month called Medium. It looks absolutely fucking incredible. It's a psychological paranormal horror video game and everyone knows I'm all about that life. So I'm super excited for that. So if you guys want to watch that, feel free to stop by Twitch TV Chucky Side Chick. All right, guys, have a great week. Be safe. Wear your mask. Did we go over our socials? I did not. It's all right. We got a lot of them, though. We'll go over them again. We have those. We have those. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> don't F with the original on Facebook because Facebook's stupid and won't let me put fuck now, which I don't understand. Yeah, Facebook. Um, Instagram and Twitter is don't fuck with the original. Twitter handle is DFWTO8811. Of course, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and um, Apple Podcasts at Don't Fuck the Original. Apple Podcasts, please drop a rating. Let us know if you like us. Let us know if you don't. That's cool. We can take it all. And again, if you have any cool stories that you want to share, want to say hi, questions, concerns, whatever, email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com and drop by Calm Your Body Down and show some love. All right, I think we're done. Are we sure? <laughs> I think we got it. <laughs> I think we got it, boss. Yes. Okay, guys, have a good week. Be safe for your mask. Bye. Becky waved, but you couldn't see. I it. did. I, I I did to the computer. Oh, guys. Also, um, announcement real quick. Fright Rags teamed up with Host. They are coming out with T-shirts next week, and I am fucking stoked. And Host is coming out on DVD in February. So I just wanted to let you guys know, because they're probably going to sell out fast, and I'm going to grab my T-shirt as soon as fucking I possibly, as soon as I fucking possibly can. Hell yeah. I misplaced fucking. It made no sense. All right. Okay, bye!